Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. Okay, my dear amigas, I decided to repurpose a episode that I had the pleasure of being a guest on this amazing podcast called Gem and Me, the podcast with Catherine Ferreira. I really was so grateful to be a guest on this beautiful podcast. Catherine is such an amazing soul and really is a young woman who is so deeply spiritually connected with the divine that I felt so aligned with this conversation that we had. And I really wanted you amigas out there to listen to it on this podcast so you can get a little information about me and the things that I have done and just a little perspective. But anyways, without further ado, this is my interview with my beautiful soul sister, Catherine Pereira from Gem and Me, the podcast. Amigas, I've been asked from many, many, many women, where do you get your suits? Where do you get your tops? What products are you using? And guess what, amigas? I have a place where you can shop my store. So I'm going to drop the link underneath. It is called shopmy.us slash Jackie Tapia. And you'll find all my favorite things so that you can oftentimes get discounts there as well. So I love fashion. I love jewelry and just things that make us look good and great and feel amazing. And I am just so fortunate that I'm able to collaborate and be a part of this store called Shop My because not everybody gets that opportunity to be a part of it. So amigas, go there, have fun, and I will see you with some item that I love and I hope you love and and make you just feel so great because, you know, one of the things about self-care It's also, you know, the external part that also works out, you know, wanting to look good and feel your best. Sometimes you need to 
look good in order to maybe possibly fill your little heart for one day at least. So usually I'm preaching the inner, outer, but today I like for you to know that there's nothing wrong with loving the outerwear, right? So anyhow, amigas, I'm dropping that in the show notes so that you can also go and have fun. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. Today, we have a special guest, Jacqueline Tapia, a beautiful Latina that has dedicated her professional life to empowering and supporting women in their professional and personal lives. She is a life coach, a public speaker, an author, and a podcaster, and so much more. Overall, she has transformed her life, and we will be learning about how she has been able to do so. Welcome, Jacqueline. Thank you so much for being here. It's an honor to have you today. Oh, it's an honor for me to be here with you, Catherine. I think I, from the moment I met you, I said, oh my gosh, she's such a beautiful soul and so centered. And I love that, you know, have that spirituality that is propelling you to do things. And and I love how you held so much space for us for prayer right before this podcast. And I really thank you and honor you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yes, I try to center, you know, God and everything that I do because, you know, everything is possible because of him. Mm-hmm. So we have to kind of remind ourselves, even when we're running around, right? Like, oh, right. we have to go back to, to the source. <laughs> right, right, right. It's yeah. like, for me, it's like, I don't move without my Lord in my heart. So yes, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. So I always open up the podcast asking my guests to tell us a little bit about their childhood. I feel like um, through many conversations that I've had here in the podcast and offline, I've realized that a lot of, let's say, behaviors and mindsets and things that are developed, right, when we are growing up, right, like our parents or surroundings, right? It's crazy that I've actually, I'm not sure if you know this fact, but all these behaviors and mindsets are starting from the third trimester of pregnancy. And I was like, wait, what? Like, what's going on? So I had to go back and ask my mom. So open the floor for you to tell us a little bit about your childhood and how that kind of shaped you into the person you are today. Oh, thank you for so much for that question. I tend to do that too with my guests because I feel it's so important to uncover the baby in us, right? So I'll tell you a little bit. I actually was born and raised here in the United States from Mexican parents. They came to this country illegally. My father in 1969 and my mother around 72 or 73, something like that. And they met here in the United States and their families had known each other back in Mexico. But when my father came to this country, He ended up in Long Beach, California, and my mother happened to be in Long, in, in, I think it was in in Santa Ana, California. Anyhow, because the families kind of knew each other, they met. So my mom at the time, when she met my father, she was what, maybe around 16 years old. And my mom got pregnant with me at the age of 17. And then they soon thereafter got married. <laughs> so I'm the first, the first born out of uh, four, four of us. So it's two and two. So I have myself. Then I have two brothers in between with my youngest sister. And so one of the things about my family, they really inculcated in me the hard work culture, if you will. 
that in order to be successful in this country, you need to work hard. And it's it's been drilled in my, it's like in my DNA. So I personally have been working since I've been six years old, believe it or not, because my parents were very entrepreneur. And so when my father started going into the Mexican food industry, he first was a, a cook at in a Mexican restaurant. And then he noticed this guy that would come and bring all the produce for the restaurant, all the groceries to do um, the meals for the restaurant. And so he got curious and he decided, okay, well, you know, this is a good job. And so it was a, a good paying job. So he became a truck driver in the food industry. So once he became a truck driver, he then moved up the chain of command in the food service industry to the point that he became a sales rep. During that time, he bought um, two restaurants. And so my mom was working with him at the restaurant. So it's kind of like he was moonlighting from one thing to another. And then finally, he stopped working for that company and then decided to open up his own wholesale food service industry back in 1985, which is called Tapia Brothers, which still exists. It's pre predominantly known here on the west side of the United States. It was something small, but it's a big company now. And so it's always been about work, 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 work. And so the kids had to work. There was no camps for me, none whatsoever. I mean, I have my daughter, she's 11 years old. She has no idea. She's at camp and I'm like, I wish I was at camp at her age, but no, I was working at the restaurant or at that time. Yeah, it was still the restaurant because when in 1985, I was already what, 14 years old. So it's all about work and the family unit, everyone, like my aunts and uncles, cousins, everybody worked for the company. And it just really helped us, the community, the, the community being the, the family, rise to another level. And that is like the biggest, like the biggest takeaway of my childhood is work. And I appreciate the notion of earning the money, right? Because from day one, things are not for free. In order to get something, you got to work for it. So this notion of working has been instilled in my life since I was a little girl. So while um, right now I feel like there's a different way of doing it now, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need to be hard. But that languaging throughout the years has been so indoctrinated in us that it has to be hard. And there has to be grit and there has to be hustle. And I'm in the position now that I'm like, okay, let's dismantle these words. Mm -hmm. Because in order to be successful, you don't have to work hard. You don't have to deplete your body. You don't have to hustle and grind and push. Because if you live in flow, things can and flow with our God things can be easy and free and easy, easily done. So that's a nutshell in me for me as a little girl and, and work, work, work. You know, like the song says, work, work, work. <laughs> I love it. It's definitely like every time I speak to people about their um, childhood, 
it comes up as, you know, now a lesson and a blessing, but I'm pretty sure growing up, you're like, oh my God, like I had nothing, you know, I always had to work and stuff like that. So it, it's hard to kind of disconnect from that mentality as well and see it as like an asset, right? Something that, you know, kind of builds you into the person you are. And so if you can go back, right, and tell that little girl in a piece of advice, what would you tell her? Ah. That everything will always work out. I think, you know, there's so much trauma that comes to mind, right? That I think a lot of us hold on to it for a long time, right? And so I always feel now like telling my younger self back then, it's like, don't worry things will happen and they're going to happen magically and wonderfully because you do believe in God and God is always with you. And so if if I really believed that as a little kid, would I I feel that the heartaches, the pain, that emotional turmoil, you know, whatever it was, that I could actually I could have function possibly a little bit better. I would have relieved myself of a lot of pain, but it's something that I, that I went through. You know, we, you know, everything is hindsight 22. You, you, now, you know, I'm an adult. Now I know, I know better, <laughs> but now I have a great opportunity to, to teach my daughter who's 11 years old about not keeping everything inside, that everything's going to work out, not holding the anxiety mm. or thinking that you're alone mm. or that you have to be silent. So I want to impart that to all the young ladies out there that that we get to honor ourselves by speaking up and also establishing boundaries and being mindful and um, knowing that you're always supported by your highest self, whether that is God for you or whether it's you or in a f- infinite intelligence, whatever that is for you. So just to remember that that is a a light that you can always look towards. I love that. I really do. Thank you for sharing that. That was beautiful. I actually, you know, it's crazy how we met. I'm actually thankful. Shout out to doc- Dr. Damari Bonilla for connecting us. Yes. She's amazing. She is amazing. I love her. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Damari. <laughs> it's, you know, everything happens for a reason and we kind of connect and intertwine based on like our purpose and, you know, we collaborate and, and then, you know, things flow and, and flourish into something beautiful. But, you know, I'm very empowered by your story, right? You were an attorney before and now look at you, like you have <laughs> changed your life. 360. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey and like how that was for you? Yes, thank you. So I became an attorney in the year 2000. So that makes me 23 years in as a lawyer, right? And I have multiple sclerosis, but I always say multiple sclerosis doesn't have me. And while I was a young attorney, so I'm I'm talking, this is back in 2004, I started getting a lot of episodes that are MS related. Um, I, but I, at that time, I didn't even know what was going on. But here I am in those years working as a lawyer. 
And being this vivacious young attorney, you know, thinking that, oh my God, I have it all. Like I, I mean, I did the whole, I don't know if you remember, or maybe you were not even, maybe you don't know. Do you know Allie McBeal? It was like a program. Oh my God. What would be the most current way of saying this to you? It's it was like a, one of those lawyer movies where it's like, oh, they, they go to happy hour and they're always constantly, you know, I was living that life and I was getting really sick. Mm. And so, but what am I going to do? I mean, this is all I know. I got trained to do this. The money to pay to be a lawyer. Oh my God. You know, I passed the bar on my first try. I did everything quote unquote, right for my family and for myself too, because I did want to be a lawyer. But, you know, along the way, I keep getting these messages from, from God, there would be like a physical ailment. And I'm like, what is going on? And so not feeling the legs, that is, a thing that happened, not feeling the legs, not being able to see well, blinking, not being able to, to drive, not being able to basically take exams because I couldn't see, or I couldn't walk. I couldn't drive. I mean, there was just so many things happening and I kept going. I kept going. I kept going and kept going until one day it was like, masterfully done because our God always is so powerful and knows far beyond that I could actually see, sends me this powerful message when I was sitting at a conference with this group called Psy. And I was um, in the middle of this personal development course. And, uh, you know, it was like a medio un flechazo. Like it was like, I even felt like this thing on my heart telling me, Jackie, enough is enough. Your voice is destined for something bigger. Stop mm-hmm. playing small mm-hmm. and, and, and stop living this micro life. And I remember the instructor at the seminar talking about why, if, if we all cared about one another, why is it that the most powerful country, which is the United States, we still have poverty. We still can't feed the entire world, which we can, but we don't. And why don't we? Because we keep thinking about ourselves. And it was so powerful. Along with that vibration that was getting from from our dear Lord saying, it's time. You got to stop. You got to stop this. And I'm like, what the heck? What do you mean I got to stop this? Like, how can I stop being a lawyer? So that just kind of went into a whole different ball game. And um, as a lawyer, you can't just say, peace out, I'm out. Forget you, client, forget you, judge, forget about, <laughs> you can't do that. You've got these laws, right? You you have these um, duties, these ethical dilemmas, if you will. So at the time I was like, okay, so how's this gonna happen? Meanwhile, I was kind of planning my exit strategy. Mm-hmm. as a lawyer, like a practicing lawyer. And um, and at the time I had a business, a law partner who was really noticing how I was and and how unhappy I was and how things were just not in alignment. And I really appreciate him. His name is Reyes Valenzuela, which I, I spoke a little briefly in the book. 
But it was his support to tell me like, Jackie's okay if you want to exit out and I will help you. And so for a couple of years, I started downsizing my work. I stopped putting my name on pleadings and little by little, we were able to downsize me in the practice of law. And once that happened, I then started like, oh, okay, what am I going to do now? What's this new life that I'm going to do? But I kept being open and I kept being awake and I kept like allowing for the messages from God to come through me. And in one of those messages was like, okay, there was this podcast and it was my, my girlfriend, uh, Michelle Soro, who I, I owe, I'm, I love her death and I owe a lot from her. She had a program called the podcast accelerator, which is still going on. And I'm like, okay. And so I just jumped on it and I took the course, not knowing what it was going to be called or what it was going to be. I mean, I'm a lawyer. Like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to do? Like, it was just like, like, okay. I was just being led. I was being led. And finally I was really finding the divine guidance within me. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing a lot of work in terms of like studying courses and learning more about mindset and, and attending all these groups and stuff. And and so then the podcast came to life and, and it was like, I mean, I'm like, oh my God. So now I have a podcast. I mean, I handle your shit. And even the name, how that even came about is funny, but I'm still in existence. It started in 2020 and I'm still 140 plus episodes in. And it's like my happy, it's, I'm the happiest being on the mic. I love it. I love my guests. And like these kind of interviews, they light me up. And I understand that when I was younger, the law was there for me as intended as it should have been. It taught me a lot. And I honor the practice and I honor the fact that I became a lawyer and I honor my clients, the customers, everyone. But at some point in your life, you got to really face the fact, is this still in alignment with me? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until 2017 that that little el flechazo, mm-hmm. I was no longer in alignment with the practice of law. And so here I am. I have a podcast. I have <laughs> these courses. And now I have a book. And I'm like, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just such a beautiful story. It's so empowering. It's must have been very, very hard to do that transition. I, you know, I could only imagine, right? When you're getting those hints, like, oh, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. And you're like, how, why, like, where, like, what am I going to do? But you trusted, you know, that hinge and that gut and, and here you are. Look at yeah. you. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It, you know, and I realized that you don't need to learn how to do it. You're just going to do it. It will, it will express itself when it needs to come out. This is the bottom line. Like it, the, you know, when I was in law school, one of the courses that you take in law school is tort, you know, tortious claims. And I remember the teacher always saying, the teacher, the professor saying always, he would say, the devils are in the details. Mm -hmm. And so in this, in this chapter of my life, I feel like, "Mm, no, they are not because the details don't matter. 
because God has me mm. and it's going to be what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's really interesting how I had to switch my mindset yes. from one of more ego to one of more spiritual and more in alignment with my my divine guidance. So it's very interesting. One is more ego based than the other one. So I'm happier on the on the, the feminine flow base. <laughs> hello, hello, amigas. Are you ready to break free from scarcity, embrace holistic wealth, and manifest the abundant life you deserve? If your answer to that is yes, I have something here for you. Join me and many amigas on September 12th for a wonderful journey on the Amiga Way Academy. It's a three-month journey. It's a course where you get to level up, amiga. So let me tell you something about this. As a Latina lawyer turned transformational lifestyle coach, I've walked this path myself and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. I lived in anxiety, overwhelm, overworked, always on autopilot, and I developed the Amiga Way Academy to break free from these, these locks, some cultural, some familial, some just worldly because we've been indoctrinated to believe that everything that you want must be hard. You got to work hard. You got to hustle. You got to grind. And I'm here to tell you, none of that needs to happen when you are in flow, amigas. So I knew that something had to change. And so here it is, amigas. Imagine waking up every day with a renewed sense of purpose, empowered by an abundance mindset that propels you towards your dreams. Picture fostering stronger relationships, experiencing personal growth, and making an impact within your community, all while achieving the holistic wealth that aligns with your values. The Amiga Way course is designed with you in mind, addressing the unique challenges and aspirations of Latina women and other women that really believe that we are uniquely created on this planet to really up-level and do change on this planet. So through my proven Amiga formula, we will work together and uncover blind spots overcome scarcity mindsets, and create a life of genuine abundance without the constant hustle. Amigas, let's stop that. Let's stop this hustle grind because our divine purpose comes from flow and I'm gonna teach you that and I have experts aligned with that. Believe me, I was all about hard work. Everything was a grind. Everything was efforting and I learned the secret and I'm here to share it with you with my formula. So join me on September 12th on this journey. The link is in the show notes. You can also find it in my link tree on my Instagram, which is Jackie underscore Tapia dot one. And believe me, when you say yes to yourself, you are investing in yourself. Now, if you are saying, no, I can't, I don't have the time or I don't have the money, ask yourself, is this really, truly your authentic self living in scarcity? Or would you rather reframe that thought process by joining me and investing in yourself? So amigas, 
I leave you with this. Join me with other beautiful souls on September 12th and learn that life does not have to be hard at all. You don't need to hustle. You don't need to grind. You don't need overwhelm. You don't need to be an autopilot because here you will have a community of extraordinary women who are at the same spot that you are, but are ready to set themselves free. So Amiga, your Amiga transformation awaits. So don't allow for outside to tell you you are not enough because you are. And here in this community, we're going to teach you everything that you need to know. So we're going to have clear instructions and and intentions on how we get to up-level our life. So are you ready? ¿Estás lista? Make sure you join us. The link is in the show notes and in my bio on Instagram. And I will see you there, amigas. I love that. And I know that you had to make a lot of adjustments, right? And like your routines, your mindset. And things like that to be able to reap, you know, the benefits and be where you are now, right? It's a yeah. constant, I would say, daily journey to, to oh, yeah. maintain that. Can you share with us a little bit of your routines or habits that you have implemented to be able to exercise and kind of tra- do that transformation, really, of yeah. having this so structured lifestyle, let's say, right? And now you're so like open, like you have your own business, you have your book, your podcast. Like, how do you do that? You know. Yes, I had a very structured life before. It was like, I knew exactly what I was going to do a week ahead of time. And that's because as a lawyer, you are on deadlines all the time. If you don't solidify or complete a deadline, it's not only on you, but it's on the client, the client that's paying you to do the work. So you got your license on the line. So I don't do that anymore. I don't look one week ahead of time. As a matter of fact, I look at my calendar. I'm like, oh, I have an interview with Catherine today. I'm so excited. And it's such a different perspective and flow that I am in love with. Because now it's like, yes, I have my calendar. Yes, I still have the logic. That's not going to go away from me. You know, it's that's just the way it goes. Like, even in the book, you'll find it's very logical, but that's because I, that's how my brain works. But I felt like I need to mirror both of them. I need I need them to marry each other because that is the best me, right? That is the best me, that the logic and the emotional component, the spirituality come together. I have this thing called pies, which is physical, intellectual, and emotional and spiritual, that I feel that you have to have all of that connected to be perfectly aligned. So it was challenging. I'll tell you, it was challenging. It wasn't the easiest path, but I knew that if I had got in my heart, it would um, actually come to the way it's supposed to be. So now it's every day is such a beautiful day. I have, my routine is different. Mm -hmm. Obviously now I don't have to look a, a week in advance, I actually am very conscious and intentional about the daily practice. I wake up before everyone wakes up in my home and I actually will spend time with me. I spend time with me, with my God. I do my meditation and I call that my prayer because I I don't divide them. I think it to me is the same. 
Mm-hmm. To me, meditation and prayer are the same. So that's a daily. And I always do something physical every day, especially because of the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. You know, I know what it's like not to be able to walk. Mm-hmm. And so I know that I, I need to keep my body active as well as my brain, as well as my heart. So now that I can do everything on my time, not on the client's time, but on my time, everything is possible. I really, truly believe it. I am in so alignment with my life now than I was before. Mm-hmm. I always call this the 2.0 of my life because I'm 49 mm-hmm. and going into my 50s. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, man... I, I enjoyed 1.0, but I just have to say that if, if 2.0 is like this, man, is the best. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So amazing. It's it's beautiful to hear, you know, your story and how like your life has changed, right? And like you said, it's not easy, but you implement these things that ground you and that keep you focused, right? Because I would say from my experience, you know, when you're so, let's say, ambitious and you want to do so much and you want to create, you want to do impact, it's hard to be like, okay, like I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's like, okay, like, okay, when when do I do it? How do I do it? You know, like, let me organize myself, my thoughts, you know, because you get overwhelmed because you want to do so much. And obviously we all know that if you want to do so much in one time, you're not going to get anything done. So it's hard to kind of ground yourself and kind of be able to do that so you know whatever um advice you can give us in like in terms of like those beliefs that you have to set and mindset you know like okay I'm gonna do this and structure so I can get things done yeah yeah well it does help that I am a lawyer so oh. that is that helps <laughs> tremendously. Not that I want anybody out there to go. Yeah, I was gonna go say to I'm just going to be out there. <laughs> no need to go to law school is not required. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have to thank the fact that I did do have that discipline. But let's even go even further. The discipline that I received as a child in my family to mm-hmm. work. Because it was really, I've been, like I said, I've been working since I was six years old. So waking up in the middle of, of like at five o'clock in the morning to go to work literally at a job site as a kid, mm-hmm. that structure. So I, I get to go back to that time that in order to have structure, you really need to be focused on what you want to achieve, right? I have a formula that that I call Amiga. And I, the first thing that I do is I ask the right question. If I have a plan to go to Hawaii, I first start asking the first question, how would it feel to be in Hawaii? And how quickly can I do that? So as soon as I start asking those questions, that question over, my mind starts like going into like, woo, manifestation, visualization of how to get it done. So my thought for amigas out there is to really hone in and how you ask these questions and feel them through and then start building the roadmap towards that goal. Okay. So if it's to lose the weight, okay, ask that question. How easy and freeing will it be to lose that weight? Or how easy and freeing would it be to release that way? So then your mind starts like thinking of ways of getting that done because it's not 
hard. It's actually teaching your brain to make it easy. So when you start making it easy, then you start feeling like, oh, okay, now you start building upon one step at a time. So the first step, I already asked my questions. Now I start to investigate, okay, what would make it easy? Hmm, maybe I need to hire a personal trainer or go take a Zumba class because I like dancing. So maybe I'll do that. So it is really asking those powerful questions and then allowing the, you to, when you start investigating how easy it is, then everything starts aligning, aligning towards your end goal. And it's so important to do that. While it starts aligning, you continue to be in great and be in gratitude. Always be grateful before it even happens. You know, before I'm so grateful. Oh God, I'm so grateful. I'm losing 20 pounds. Thank you so much for keeping my body so healthy. Thank you for keeping me in motion. Thank you for sending me these guides to help me keep this body in shape. So for me, it's like, it starts with the questions you ask yourself. And then I keep on going through the investigation and then you get the gratitude and then you visualize and have it and feeling it. And then in the end, you're going to be like, holy, holy moly, guacamole. (laughs) I released all the weight. So it really is a mindset. And and the next point, it really honor yourself that, and don't lie to yourself, be truthful. If you feel it's hard, okay, it's hard. Ask yourself why it's hard. Because I believe there, it's challenging, but hard, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, says the person who's on this side of the interview. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, definitely. I feel like everything is possible. The things that, you know, kind of inhibit us. And that actually was my next question for you from experience. Like what boundaries do you think that are in place, especially for women of color, from your experience, right, that we have to battle with? And and how have you been able to kind of overcome that? Yeah. So I would say the main right now that I that just popped into my head is the boundary of of you know that I had with my family like you're you're throwing away your legal career Mm -hmm. and my boundary was like I'm not throwing away anything Mm -hmm. I'm just changing my degree in a different way it's really about perspective the way you see things Mm -hmm. because I need to bring my family to start thinking about all those lawyers President Obama is a lawyer. President Biden is a lawyer. These are all lawyers who decided to stop being a lawyer mm-hmm. and went a different path. So I set my boundary by like, uh-uh, uh-uh, you don't get to push me down and shame me for not pursuing what you think I should be pursuing. Instead, what I do is I, I set my boundary by shifting their perspective on me. Mm-hmm. It's on them, but I get to show them there's a different way. There's a different way of being the lawyer who I am, but on my terms. Mm-hmm. So it's like a dance, right? <laughs> you know, I, I, I really had to establish that boundary. And to this day, I still get the little 
las este las miradas las el you know those words mm -hmm. and whatnot but I but I'm a tough person so I'm not I feel you don't pay my taxes mm -hmm. you don't give me money you have no say so <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's okay. what it is um, if so you paid my taxes then 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 okay I guess I can hear you out <laughs> if I want <laughs> yeah it's so beautiful to hear your story and I want I'm curious you know from like the life you're living right now have do you feel like you found your purpose oh yeah absolutely my purpose is to awaken the souls of uh, amigas across the globe to know that they can and be all that they want to be and my my main thing is to release you from these cultural limitations that confine you confined us that we've been so indoctrinated to believe in limitation like no 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 don't do that no 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 and and i feel like now more than ever women are finally waking up like it started off with that me too movement but i really truly believe now the planet is changing it really is it's really moving in a direction that i feel i hope that it, it starts being a lot more divine conscious right mm. you know there's so i don't want to there's polarizing things i shut down the news i haven't seen the news in years because mm. but i can't i mm. already know what's going on i see it with my <laughs> own eyes i don't need to know anything else because those are things that go into your vibration mm -hmm. and keep you stuck and keep you in fear and i'm not about that that's why it's so important to really honor yourself and and go in nature, go exercise, you know, be with people that want to see you move up in the in the world and and are grateful that you're there. I mentioned it in my book. It's like um I'm a lot older than you, but you probably don't know this program. It's called Cheers. And there was this this there's um these group of individuals that would go to this bar called Cheers. And um, their theme song is like, talks about, you're so glad you came. Mm. And I feel like I want to be in groups where they say, I'm so glad you came. Yeah. Like, right. I'm happy you're here. I'm so glad you came. And that's how we, I feel we get to experience life like that. Like, I'm so glad you came. I'm here, amiga. I want you to be here. I'm so glad you're here. And that's how I feel that that as we move across this globe as mujeres, Latinas, amigas, that you walk away from someone that can say, I'm so glad you got you came here. I'm so glad. Because that just goes to show that you're wanted, you're loved, you're cared, you're supported. When you have all those things, nothing can hold you down. Nothing. I love that. It's so powerful, and and it's it's difficult, you know, because I would say from experience and in our cultures, right, kind of have this like, oh, don't tell people your thing, or don't trust me, you know, like there's a lot of um intertwined trauma <laughs> that kind of is in like drink drilled into us of 
like not trusting others, right? So like creating that community also is is part of the healing process. And I do realize the power in community. Um, and it's so beautiful, like, you know, right here, right? We're part of a community. We're like, you know, collaborating. We're connecting in a, another way. And, and there's so much beauty that comes out of that, right? Um, yeah. Thank you for saying that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, even when I was like practicing law, whether it was in immigration or family law or any other area that I was practicing, I've always been a part of the Latino community and observing the patterns and practices. And I kept seeing the same thing mm-hmm. from one client to another, to another, to another. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm like, if I could be the guide to show you to that you can have more of empowering ways as opposed to disempowering how amazing our community would be i mean we love our community but let's face it you know a lot of oh suffering a lot of the you know and and i feel like no 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 let's get the riches of the community and let's break away from the things they hold you limited and that's my goal in life <laughs> Yeah, that's a big task. <laughs> you know, I could talk for myself too, like being part of the podcast. I also have podcasts and episodes in Spanish. And the reason why I did this was because I want to be able to inform our communities. You know, like you said, there's a lot of victim mentality, a lot of limitations, a lot of trauma that people hold, you know. And this is why, you know, people drink every day. This is why, you know, they're always angry. This is why domestic violence and this and that and the other, right? Sexual abuse, right? In in our cultures. And I mean, we can go on and on about things that are wrong. <laughs> and, and the reason is because people, you know, overall, we're, we're told to be in this in this box, right? And And people don't heal. If we were all healed, imagine how beautiful that would be, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. I agree yeah. with you so completely. Yeah. It would be so different. It would be so different. There wouldn't be hunger. There wouldn't be wars. There wouldn't be hate. There wouldn't be any of that stuff. Yeah. I truly believe it. And um, that's why when I decided, you know, okay, I'm done, I was like, you know what? I want to be a part of a movement that empowers and supports rather than breaks and kills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> You're doing it. And uh, I know you have like flourished and be able to do and accomplish a lot of goals as a life coach now. How do you maintain a growth and transformation going, right? Like how do you maintain that? Because, you know, where are you going? Like, I mean, you don't have to share the details if you don't want to, but like, what is your goal? Like, and how you keep yourself going? So for young listeners or um, Latinas that are trying to create something for themselves, like how could they build up the momentum, right? To keep going. Discipline is very important. You know, I think that, and don't lose hope if you don't see it right away. Because I think that's so, it happens. I mean, it happens to the best of us, right? Oh my God, I've been doing, like, I could honestly say, like, I've been doing this for three years and nothing and nothing and nothing. But then that's dropping myself into a victim mentality. If I have God, nobody could challenge that. No one. Yes, amen. Because, 
because God sees things that no one else sees. God hears things that I don't hear. And that's why he moves mountains from me. And so that's why I feel like if you have something yearning in your heart, go for it. Go for it. As we say in, in the Mexicans, we say, y me vale madre, just go for it. <laughs> just, yes, I love it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> you know, just go for it. Obviously, you know, I used to say burn the boats, but you know, sometimes you can't burn the boats right away. Like in the practice of life, I couldn't just burn them and say, peace out, I'm out of here because there's obligations. You know, we're still human being. We're living in 3D life, but you start to set in motion. Like my exit strategy was already planned out before I said, peace out. So if you're in a job, you know, I know right now they're calling it, quiet quitting is that what they're these young kids they're calling it quiet quitting I don't know much about that but what I do know is for my own sake is that if I already know where I want to be I start creating the plan behind it structure so the first thing would be like okay I do my meditation I start you know being that person I want to be so if I want to be a multimillionaire. I start acting like a multimillionaire. I start associating myself with multimillionaires. I start getting mentors that are multimillionaires. I start creating, collaborating with people that have that same mindset. So mentors, get yourself in those circles, build your strategy ahead of time. I mean, I can keep on going. (laughs) Yes, share as many. I'm taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, and... In my book, The Amiga Way, I'm just going to plug it in right there. I don't know if you could see it. It's probably not. I could see it. So in my book, I have a bunch of steps and guides and strategies in um, most chapters. Because, and some of them are the same. And so they could be used like the same way. But having a strategy and having the discipline is very important. Businesses thrive when you actually have a strategy already in place and then you carry it out with your vision. Learn who you are. What are your strengths? If for me, forget me trying to do like a a reel that's going to get a, a million followers. God, I barely even know how to do like a live. <laughs> that is not my strength. That's not my forte. Doing the podcast, I have someone already doing the podcast, like the all the uh, makings of the podcast. That is not my strength. I outsource that. Immediately, even when I was like practicing law, I had people help me. Even though money was not coming in, I still had people help me because I totally believed in what I was good at and what I wasn't good at. So I had interns help me with the admin stuff because by God, I hated doing it. Number one, number two, I wasn't good at it. Mm. What I was good at is talking. I was good at arguing. I was good at get at winning my cases. I was really good in my ego. The best person to have. <laughs> <laughs> and then it changed, but the best parts of it has have not. The best part of the lawyer me are not. 
they did not fall asleep. I actually use the strategy. I have the analytical part of me that's still in place. And what I added to all the things is that I now listen to my heart first because this is what guides me now. My heart is my God and that is number one in everything I do. So I hope I gave you uh, many Yes, I'm taking notes still. I love it. It's beautiful to hear, you know, how aligned you are and it projects. I really feel like the power, the energy. It's beautiful to see, you know, you light up as you speak about, you know, your journey and how beautiful it has been. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. So as we conclude, I do want you to share three book recommendations that our listeners could look up to grow and transform their life as you did oh yeah absolutely well the number one is my book yeah i'll put the link in the show notes too yeah the amiga way that is like an easy read it's got exercises i had someone read it and make a, a review and said that it was so powerful that they actually have someone in their community who is kind of like an Oprah, but it's not Oprah, it's attainable. And so I like that kind of review speaks volumes to me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, I have so many books. Oh God. There's another book that I think is really good. It's called The Audacity to Be Queen by Gina DeVee. And I think it's so, so good. It really helped me in uh, changing the way I, I think of things and getting super aligned. You know what? I'm going to give you just a really cool read. And the author, is she's so wonderful. This one is a, I think it's a either Reese Witherspoon recommendation. It is The Henna Artist by Alka Joshi. Wonderful woman. I had her on my podcast. Just extraordinary. And she writes so well. And it takes you to a distant land. So I, I think those three. Thank I, you for sharing that. That was beautiful. I, um, I will share the sh- um, link to your book in the show notes so our listeners could get it. I'm so, you know, honored to have you here and just like this beautiful space that you have created. Amazing, amazing advice that I've taken notes on. And I know that our listeners are going to be um, blown away with, you know, your story and the way that you've been able to transform your life. I wanted to give you the space to um, share where our listeners could, you know, find you and how we can support you as well. Oh, thank you for that. So right now, my website is going to look so different in September because they're reworking it. But you can definitely still go into the website. It's called www.jackietapia.com. In my socials, it's uh, my IG is... I got to look it up. <laughs> it's uh, at Jackie underscore Tapia dot one. And then you can also find me on LinkedIn, Jacqueline Tapia. And then also on Facebook, I'm Jacqueline Tapia as well. And email Latinas Living Macro at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you. And a closing statement for our listeners. Oh, what can I say? Listen to your divine guidance. That is your superpower. 
and remember that your your superpower always has come from our our Lord, our God. Amen. I love that. Amen. Thank you so much. This was beautiful. It's like emotional and spiritual and everything like intertwined. So this was really a treat for me. I, a great treat to like kind of revamp back on the podcast um, grind. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and sharing um, your beautiful story. We're honored to have you here and you're always welcome to come back. We always will love you to have you again. Oh, thank you so much, Catherine. I really appreciate it. And, and thank you to your your listeners too. And and I just wish you the best. And I know, I mean, you're you're gonna nail it and rock it and um, just continue going. I would not be here without people like you who are who are supporting me and I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you all. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.